throughout the whole process, you quickly picked up on my style and knew kind of what I was going for, what I what I like. So based on that, you were able to just send me links and be like, okay, here you go. We need this, we need this, we need this. And I just click on the link, purchased it, got it. Like it was done. Hey ladies, welcome to season three of B3 Podcast, Boss Babies and Bottles. And for those of you that are new here, my name is Jessica with a Y. I'm a twin mom, wedding and event planner, entrepreneur, and for today, your drinking buddy. May that be coffee or wine, depending on the time of day. Here I get real with you and talk about all things mom life, building your business, and event planning. What I've loved most about my first two seasons with you guys is that I've gotten to meet some amazing women and moms that are just like me, just trying to do their best in life. I've also been able to get super real with you all on my life and motherhood in general. So join me this season as I go through the twins' first birthday and what it's like to be a mom of twin free toddlers. I'll also be having some amazing special guests and going through some of my best wedding planning stories too. So grab your favorite bottle or drink and let's get this party started. Welcome to today's episode of Boss Babies and Bottles. Today I have one of my very own EBJ brides, Miss Megan Pack. How are you today, Megan? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited. We're jumping into this series, as you guys know, about weddings and talking to actual past brides and going through their stories and how everything kind of worked out for them. So I'm super excited about these episodes that we're doing in this mini session for B3. So Megan was actually a friend of one of my brides, one of my other brides, um, Heidi uh, Gamboa, which I married her back in October, 2018. And then she was one of the past brides at my bridal experience in January, 2020, brought Megan with her and Megan originally wanted a very small wedding and we ended up with a small slash big wedding if that's even possible we did both <laughs> that's a good way to put yeah. it small slash big <laughs> yeah it was small and then it was big <laughs> on the same day she also was a COVID bride so she was supposed to get married November 13, 2020, but we moved over to March 12, 2021. I'm glad we did. It was absolutely amazing. And we had everybody there. And now I have the pleasure of also marrying Megan's brother-in-law, Stephen, which will be getting married now next year in March. So I'm super excited about that and to do another wedding for the family. So that'll be a lot of fun. So Megan, again, thank you for joining me today. Super exciting. So I want to start off with this question. So what are the extras you think that make a difference at a wedding? now that you've had a wedding it's hard to call it extras I guess that it, it almost felt like you more needed of a, yeah <laughs> like a necessity I don't even see yeah. them as, as extras I know at, at the time maybe it seemed like an extra it's like oh do I really need this or should I spend the money on this or that but uh, at the end of the day, looking back, I'm really, really glad that we did some of those little extra things that you kind of brought up in the in the planning process, like a box for cards and, you know, having some extra people there on the day of, especially with, with my wedding, it was a lot of logistics involved and moving people around and stuff and the transportation, you know, things like that, that I didn't necessarily thought was necessary, but was um, absolutely necessary. (laughs) Yeah. And to dive in a little bit more to that. So, so that everyone understands you had, again, a small wedding and a big wedding. So basically what we did, so originally it was supposed to be a small wedding. We were going to do just the ceremony, 10, 15 people, nothing crazy. 
And then we were going to go to dinner and that was it. That was really it. And then I think you guys were going to do some sort of fun after party thing, but that was pretty much kind of how it went. And then COVID kind of delayed the wedding and exiting kind of changed our plans. And so then we went with a little bit of a larger ceremony. I want to say we ended up with what, 30, 40 people. Yeah. Yeah. The ceremony. Yeah. was was on the smaller side, which is what I wanted. Yes. We ended up with about 30, 40 people. We did a virtual live stream. Uh, which was really cool. I know everyone got to enjoy that. That didn't get to go to that morning portion, uh, but was invited to our evening portion. So that was a lot of fun. And then we went to a lunch slash dinner-ish, right? Because it's still pretty early. So somewhere in the midday. And we went to an actual restaurant because your fiance, your husband now, he's your husband. I shouldn't say fiance. Your husband (laughs) now, you the owner of the restaurant. So we went over and had this lunch at a restaurant. Uh, before they opened up for dinner, which was pretty cool. And yes, we talked about that transportation. And so we took guests from one location to another. Having them transfer themselves is pretty difficult. I usually, in some cases, we don't worry too much about guests. We just worry about family and bridal party. But because almost everybody was 30 to 40 people, that's pretty much everyone family. And then you didn't do necessarily a bridal party, but they were all very close friends. And we transferred them over to the lunch or dinner, whichever one we want to call it, the meal. And then we also then transferred them over to our after party, which was really kind of like a reception for you. And you also guys invited more people to that. And then we had this really fun party on a rooftop down in Miami overlooking the city. And that was absolutely beautiful. So that's definitely... Um, just kind of giving everybody a little bit of our change of plans and background on how we kind of do everything. So obviously I know, you know, one of the things that you guys tried to do was kind of start, you know, besides for, and I don't mean to make the sound in a bad way, but there was a delay in making decisions, you know, partly because you guys are obviously super busy and with COVID happening, there's just a lot of craziness and a lot of, you know, just not really for a while, they're not even a desire to really plan. And that's, that happened not just to you, to, to every bride, you know, like it's this disillusionment of, you know, this is what it was supposed to be. And now I don't know what it's going to be, but hopefully you feel now that the wedding is over that everything came out even better, hopefully than expected slash planned. Yeah, definitely. I, I knew I was just really going back and forth for the whole COVID thing. And a lot of the guests, you know, they just had different opinions one way or, or the other. And how do I get all of my friends and family to come together on, on my day? Because I want to celebrate with everyone without them feeling uh, worried or, or scared or anything like that. And I feel like we did do that and everyone was able to come and feel comfortable and, and also kind of choose, you know, which part of the event they wanted to go to. So we were able to keep certain events small and those who felt more comfortable or, or more safe, you know, we were able to do this uh, indoor outdoor reception on a rooftop, like you, like you said, and, and more people were able to come and, and, you know, have fun uh, regardless of what's going on around the, the whole world right now. So I feel like we were able to kind of do everything that I wanted without the rules restricting us, which was yeah. the biggest thing for, um, for me and, um so yeah I'm I'm really glad with everything how it turned out and and all those extra things like you said was definitely necessary I mean the photo booth the photo booth was like the last add-on minute addition yep. <laughs> yeah there's a lot of last minute additions that being one of them 
And that was also me more thinking about the guests again, you know, not really thinking about my budget, I guess, but more so thinking about the guests. <laughs> um, I hope you weren't that over budget. Well, there were, there were just so many changes and so many things that you yeah. have to do. So, you know, the photo booth was definitely probably one of my favorites. Here's, I don't know if you ever saw this because Dip, I know, sent it to you. These are my photos with yeah. our friends. I actually took photos on the photo booth. I usually do, by the way, for all my brides. Usually we'll find me and my staff or someone <laughs> in the photo booth. I have like random strips of all the different events that I like do, you know, oh, you I guys can't that. see it, but I, I keep these. <laughs> I don't know why I keep them, but I have piles of them everywhere. I just, I just kind of put them around. Um, but I loved the photo booth. I think your guests truly enjoyed it. We had a really gorgeous backdrop, thankfully. And I know that one of the things that Megan wanted to do was do an LED sign for the backdrop. But it's not something we could have completed on time. There were a lot of things that we tried to do really quickly at the end. And a lot of it, you know, was because of the delay in the decision making. But there was a point, if you remember, where I sat you down and I was like, okay, this is what we got to do. We just have to make decisions at this point. Because every fall you were like, oh, we're going to think about it. And I'm like, okay, we can't think about it no more. Like, we got (laughs) to (laughs) go. Yes. At one point, you just sent me links. Here, buy this. Get this. Yeah. What about this? It's like, I mean, throughout the whole process, you quickly picked up on my style and knew kind of what I was going for, what I, what I liked. So based on that, you were able to just send me links and be like, okay, here you go. We need this. We need these, we need this. And I would just click on the link, purchased it, got it. Like it was done. Yeah. And then, I know it sounds yeah. kind of crazy, but I tell people, I'm like, you, you get a wedding planner, you're supposed to trust them. And then my job is to embody your vision, not my visions, because my visions are completely different from, you know, obviously everyone else, everyone else has their own opinion. So embodying your vision and finding the things that I knew were going to work based off of your style. I do think that not only I, I did that for you, definitely. I know at the end I was like, okay, this is just what we need to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what we need to do. And there were also little extras that we did um, even at the lunch. Like one of the things I remember specifically was obviously the menu. And I think the menu was just a really beautiful touch to a restaurant. Because again, we, we did your this lunch dinner thing at a restaurant. So guys, you can imagine it was a small little restaurant in Coral Gables, super cute, called The Eating House. If you're from down here, you know it probably. Amazing brunch if you've ever been there. Uh, amazing food too. I, I had never been there for lunch and that was the food I had there. It was absolutely fantastic. We did these little gorgeous menus and these little flower centerpieces. And so everything was small because all the tables were anywhere from four to six, except for that like two little big bigger family tables. So we kept everything pretty small. Again, everyone comfortable in their COVID spectrums. We created the seating chart, which was another little add-on detail that we did for the restaurant. But we still made it feel like a reception, even though, or a dinner reception at a restaurant. But we did these little touches to kind of add to that and make it feel a little still more wedding-esque versus restaurant. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I just wanted to reflect my style and my husband's style. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're not like fancy people and <laughs> and like all luxe luxurious stuff you know yeah. although that stuff is nice but that's just not our style mm-hmm. so we wanted the whole wedding to kind of reflect that and so it was still nice it was still simple and elegant and beautiful and the the menu cards definitely added to that because we didn't have chargers or the whole yeah well uh, we didn't even have space for it so even if we wanted yeah. we didn't have that so we, it was a little touch to bring something to it yeah, definitely. Just like even just like the napkin being folded a certain way and the menu cards and 
the little tea candles. I mean, that was it. That's all I needed. And it was beautiful. It was more beautiful than I thought. Cause I know I was kind of worried about that. Are we going to walk into a room and, and you see all of these videos on Instagram and stuff where they do couples do a big room reveal and it's so beautiful and grand. And I was kind of worried, like, are we going to walk in? It's just going to be kind of like, eh, but it wasn't, it was very beautiful. I think it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So we brought over, we did a little bit of repurposing too. We brought over your flower arrangements from the ceremony and we brought them to the restaurant and we set up the little entrance just as it would have been anywhere else. Um, So we tried to bring touches from what it would have been had it been, you know, this full wedding. and, And we tried to bring it into the smaller wedding. Um, and I think it was, I thought it was beautiful. Again, it also helped that the restaurant was very quaint, very cute, you know? Yeah. And brought that vibe. But you guys even had your own sweetheart table still. We had, again, these little flowers, which we ended up also then transferring the flowers to the actual after party dinner, dan- uh, dancing, not dinner, but dancing portion of the evening. Because again, we did that in a separate venue altogether. So we were able yeah. to use your flowers literally all day, which was pretty cool. Yes, that was a, a another extra last minute request I threw out to you, which I know you normally don't do. So I was very thankful that you guys did that for us. I know I tell people flowers. I'm like, I'm not a florist. If it gets damaged <laughs> in my car, I can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, because flowers are expensive. And are. I wanted to have them all day and 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 you helped me do that so thank yeah. you so much and it definitely even the little flowers here and there it, it made the space look different so of course and 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 what we did for her dancing party guys it was awesome like again we did it at a penthouse so a rooftop um had an indoor outdoor aspect and we had just this gorgeous circular bar in the outdoor patio with some high tops some beaster lights and originally um we weren't going to do this part. This was not something that was originally within the scope of what um, of what was going to happen or what I was even going to do. Um, but these guys came to me with, they were looking at some option at um, the same hotel you ended up doing the ceremony at, at the East Hotel down in Brickell. And they just wanted to charge you this insane amount for liquor. It was just liquor, guys. Um, they were trying to charge you, if I'm not mistaken, Megan, correct me if I'm wrong, over $200 for like three hours worth of open bar. I was yeah. like, this just sounds so ridiculous. I can't even let you guys spend that much money because we were trying to stay within budget for everything else. And then all of a sudden it was like, this was the option. I was like, this is not the option. We are going to find another option. And that's when I kind of dived in right away. I was like, no, this, this is going to be a much better option. And it was, it was more than half the cost what we ended up doing. Yeah, definitely. That was such a game changer. <laughs> I mean, if there was any decision that we made in this whole process, that was a game changer for sure. I mean, I was willing because it was we're getting down on the wire and I was willing to suck it up and just do it there and brickle. And and even though it was very expensive, but that decision to go to the penthouse at Riverside Wharf was even better. I mean, it was indoor and outdoor. So in light of you know, COVID and everything, you know, we could be outside and the weather was literally perfect. perfect. Literally the um, best weather you could possibly Yeah, it was yeah. so perfect <laughs> for outdoors. And, uh, and it was the setup itself was so beautiful. I really didn't bring anything other than a couple of flowers. 
Yeah. All we did was bring in the flowers. Um, We had lounge furniture. We had the DJ. We had him bring some lighting to kind of bring in that aspect. It was just bistro lights, lounge furniture, seating. We had high top seating. Again, that circular bar, the DJ. Um, It wasn't anything super fancy, but it was so much fun. Even um, dip photo booths, like they had a lot of backdrop options, but I didn't even end up using any of their backdrops because it just their setup was so nice. And I, Mm -hmm. they had like a really nice kind of green slash wood background that I really liked for for our photos. So yeah, um, and we put the photo booth right at the entrance. So as people came in, they literally were able to do this this photo in this gorgeous like yeah it's like these diagonal half hedge half wood so it was like very modern but still with that wood kind of feel um because yeah. you were onto the modern vibe but you still had that vintage floral look so I think it went really well with um with yeah and they have all these really cool props too which people love um they have all like a vendor style props and then these little cool signs so definitely super great add-on. I think your people were really using it all night. Yeah, I ended up getting a lot of photos from them, which that's the best part is, is that they send you all the photos at the end that everyone took. Yeah, and all the digitals. So that yeah. I, I like to send them to people and then I like watching them because they're so funny. They're so I love funny. it. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome because you pay a lot of money for photos because that's obviously very important part of the whole wedding experience. But here's you know, a hundred something extra photos that you didn't even account for that you get to have for your wedding. So it's just more, you can never have more than enough photos on your wedding. I agree. I think the next day I remember after my wedding, I sat there and like, I, I think I sent, I put like a message or something. I can't remember if it was like on Facebook or Instagram. And I was like, everyone, please just send me all photo videos. I don't care what you took it of, just send it to me. And I got this influx of all these photo videos from like all family and friends. And it is still the coolest thing to see, even though the videos probably suck and the photos, everyone looks like a disaster. They're the funniest things really to look at. So I love that a lot. And Dip Photo yeah. Booth also has the option of instead of printing the photo booth strip, they have the four by six option, which is really cool. So you have more of a horizontal feel. And they also have, and I don't know if your photo booth had this, but they also have the boomerang and the GIF ones. And you can send these images to your phone, which is cool for a guest. So then the guests not only get the printout, but they can also get a text message of their photos on their phone. And then they can post it themselves, which is super fun. Yeah, I did see some of my guests posted on their Instagrams and tag me in them. So yeah, no, that was a really nice touch to the whole thing. Because not everyone's a dancer either. And maybe they're shy or whatever. So there's some activities to do during the reception. So no, it was a nice, one of the nice extras that we had. Definitely. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Megan, so much for joining us on what are some of the extras that make a difference at the wedding. I know we also dived into COVID scheduling changes and all the other things that a wedding brings. And of course, we cannot forget all the drama that a wedding brings as well. But (laughs) you are married. It was beautiful. And I really do. I'm so happy you guys loved it, enjoyed it. I know I did too. I ended up having lots of fun myself. Um, with my friend, my obviously Heidi and Jeff, which are my friends that were also at her wedding. So thank you so much, of course, for joining me for today's episode. I truly, truly appreciate it. I'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you so much for joining.
Thank you, as always, for your love and support. The Breathe 3 Podcast wouldn't be anything without you. Make sure, if you haven't already, please subscribe and review the podcast. And make sure to look me up on Instagram at ebjevents or canal.twins to stay up to date on upcoming special events and exciting announcements I might have. See you on the next one. <laughs>